Thank you for joining us again on the Coach K Football Show. I am your host, Coach K. Excited to bring you another preview of an NFL team for 2018. Listen, guys, we are very excited. It's almost that time of year, and we are ready. Make sure you let all your friends know. Share us, tag us, like us, subscribe, whatever you got to do. We're on every single podcast network there is. And make sure you let everyone know this is the spot that you need to come to for all of your football needs. If you need fantasy picks, if you need to know what team to pick in your office pool we got it all the information is going to be covered right here today we're going to cover another afc south team we're going to cover the indianapolis colts but first we're going to hit you with that answer to that trivia question again make sure you go back to the last episode and get the question because i'm about to give you the answer right now the answer the last episode's trivia question is the Tennessee Titans. Now, let's start talking about some football. All right. So in 2017, the Indianapolis Colts, um, coached by Chuck Pagano, kind of went over a little bit of a makeover. They lost Chuck. You know, he didn't really do a good job on all the years that he was there. Um, yes, he had some issues that he had uh, with his medical um, condition. But he ended up coming back. Uh, once they lost Bruce Arians, um, it was a whole different Colts team. And Chuck just he just didn't get the job done. He he did a lot of questionable things, and you know the Colts didn't really do much at all, even when they had Andrew Luck healthy. Now this year, they went ahead and they tried to get uh, Josh McDaniel. Now if you remember, Josh McDaniel was the offensive coordinator over at, um, for New England, so he took the job and he became the head coach for maybe like a day or two, and then he changed his mind. Now, that right there is the key in this whole thing with my whole take on the Indianapolis Colts. There's a reason why Josh McDaniel changed his mind about taking on this team. And it could have been with how many draft picks they had or, um, you know, wh- whoever was in charge, Chris Ballard, the GM. I don't know. There was a reason. It, and it wasn't just to go back to uh, New England and take over there because he took over the same position. He took the offensive coordinator spot and stayed there and just signed an extension. So my opinion is that there's more wrong with Andrew Luck than people keep telling us. But Josh McDaniel changed his mind and the Colts had to go and find a last minute head coach because, you know, they signed Josh McDaniel. Other teams signed other head coaches and they went ahead and settled for Frank Wright. So now Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. He took them to the Super Bowl and won it. You know, he had uh, Carson Wentz and then Nick Foles. So there is some promise there and there is some hope um, because he did a great job with what he had. And he took a bunch of guys who were, I guess I don't want to say nobodies because these guys are professional athletes, but they were other teams trash. He took a lot of those guys and it made them into something and they were successful and went to the Super Bowl uh, on that with that offense. So, you know, I mean. And this, he's going to kind of inherit the same situation again because this team that he's inheriting was not really that good. You know, they went 4-12 and last season. Okay. Um, their offense in 2017 ranked 30th in points per game, only scoring 16.4 points per game all season. They were 31st ranked offense total. Okay. Next to, next to last. They were ranked 30th in passing and 22nd in rushing. Okay. They have Frank Gore. Okay, Frank Gore is probably like 35 or something like that, and he led their team in rushing, but he did not reach a thousand yards. 
uh, the quarterback was sacked 56 times. So that's Jacoby Brissett and, um, and some and some other guy they fell on the street. So they had had those guys in there and got sacked 56 times. The offensive line was atrocious last season. They couldn't they couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't protect. Um, and and you saw the results of that. You know, each and every week. You know, Jacoby Brissett would get back there and try to find somebody open. The receivers couldn't really do much. The running backs couldn't really do much. And that all stemmed from the offensive line in 2017. Um, defensively, because it wasn't just the offense that was bad. The defense was just as bad. Again, like I said last week, if you went ahead and um, if you were, were playing fantasy football, you would want to get the quarterback and some receivers who played against this Colts defense so that way you could score big. So on defense, they allowed 25.2 points per game, which was 30th in the entire league. Their defense was ranked 30th overall. Passing, they were ranked 28th, again, out of 32 teams. And rushing, they allowed the 26 most rushing yards in the entire league. So I mean, you were going to have a field day if you played against this team. And again, like I said, they didn't have Andrew Luck at all, but Andrew Luck doesn't play defense. So that was no excuse. Um, they, so here's some changes that they made to try to correct those things. OK, so like I said, they brought in Frank Wright. OK, he's the head coach now, and but he's also going to be the play caller as well. Um, he's not the offensive coordinator. They hired, brought in somebody else, but Frank Reich is going to be the guy actually calling the plays on Sunday. So he's a rookie head coach and he's going to take on two jobs. Okay. And that rarely works. Sometimes it does. Most of the time it doesn't. Um, and he's going to, he's going to try to take on two jobs and it's going to be very difficult with this team that he has. Cause we don't even know if Andrew Luck's coming back. Um, I mean, the sources say that he's out there right now. He started to throw again. You know, he's had a, a really significant surgery uh, to tr- repair his shoulder, his throwing shoulder. Um, they said he was throwing a high school ball earlier in June. And then, you know, he's going to he wasn't feeling any pain shortly after that. He's going to be throwing to receivers in training camp. Um, and then he's going to probably be on a pitch count, you know, during training camp. They're not going to let him throw too many balls, maybe a certain amount a day. They're going to let him throw. And to me, I am very skeptical that Andrew Luck will be back 100 percent. Um, he may come back week one. They may put him out there. But listen, he's got to when you're playing quarterback in the National Football League or any league for that matter, you're not just going to be sitting back there and, and throwing it like it's flag football. OK, you're going to have to get off the ball. You have to move around you have to make some decisions. You have to throw it hard. Right. Sometimes you are gonna throw it on the line. Sometimes you're going to lob it. Right. But people are going to be coming after you and he's going to have to take some hits. He's going to go down to the ground. Like I said, last year, they gave up 56 sacks. Right. They gave up 56. So as soon as he gets hit. And they take him down to the ground, a defense, big defense alignment falling on top of him. And if he gets back up and he can still throw the ball, okay, then I'll believe that he's back and ready to go. But until that point, I just don't believe that Andrew Luck is going to play this entire season. He might, like I said, he might start just because they're trying to get him out there. But I don't think he's going to play the entire season if he starts at all. So, I mean, you're looking at uh, Jacoby Brissett going back out there again. And then not that Jacoby was a bad player, but he was not, you know, and what Andrew Luck was supposed to be. If that makes any sense. So to try to correct that problem, the Indianapolis Colts went out and not in free agency. Well, in free agency, they got Matt Slauson, the offensive lineman, but they drafted a couple of big guards. In the first round, they drafted Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame. They also drafted Braden Smith from Auburn. Okay, so they try to beef up the offensive line a little bit to make sure these quarterbacks are standing upright. No matter who's back up there, they're going to have to keep their quarterback up so that way they can make some plays. You know, whether throw the ball down field to T.Y. Hilton or Jack Doyle. Or who have you. They need to keep, you know, the quarterback upright. Uh, they also signed Eric Ebron. Um, Eric Ebron was a he was a prodigy. He was supposed to be, you know, this this super talented 
tight end, you know, athletic. Um, but he he made a couple of plays over in Detroit, but um, he really wasn't consistent. So we'll see what happens over there. Again, he's going to be the number two um, tight end. So he may make some plays, on you know, on the back end. But Jack Doyle was actually the guy who even led the team um, in receptions last season. You know, he, he eclipsed, he doubled what T.Y. Hilton did last season. Um, they brought in Ryan Grant. Okay, so again, I mean, they lost Dante Moncrief. Again, like I said before, um, this is kind of like the Eagles a little bit, right? So like I said, Frank Wright, he took some guys that nobody wanted, and he, he made the offense work. This is a similar situation here. Okay, the Indianapolis Colts has a bunch of guys out here who were second-string guys or third-string guys on other teams, and they're going to be looking to make a name for themselves. It's going to be very difficult for him, okay? Marlon Mack is going to be coming up. You know, Frank Gore's gone now. Marlon Mack's going to be a running back for them now. He had like 3.8 yards of carry last season. Um, he actually could catch the ball out of the backfield too, so there's some good fantasy um, opportunities for him. Um, he might do well, I mean, depending on, you know, his opportunities. They still have Robert Tur- Turbin, Christine Michael. Again, like I said, these were second and third string players on any other team out there. Um Another interesting point to bring up, too, is on defense, um, they have a defensive coordinator. <laughs> it's funny to me a little bit, but a defensive coordinator that they brought in, Matt Eberflus. I hope that I'm saying his name right because I don't want to mess his name up. He's got coaching experience. Okay, He's been in the league a long time. Um, this is going to be his first year as a defensive coordinator. But what I laughed about, what I chuckled a little bit about was he's a defensive coordinator, hired as a defensive coordinator. But the previous year, he was a coach for the Cowboys and he wasn't a defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. You want to know what position he was coaching? He was actually the pass game coordinator. Okay. So he was an offensive coach, right? Offensive, one of the offensive coordinators on the pass game. And now he's going to come over here as the defensive coordinator. They're thinking, okay, he's looked at coverages and stuff like that. So he must know, you know, some good defensive. So it's very interesting. Um, and if you can coach, you can coach, but you know, this is just interesting to me. It's just very interesting. This team is very much the same as it was last year with just a couple of different pieces. Okay, they added just a couple of, you know, a couple of rookies. Um, it's on defense. They didn't really do much different at all. It's the same team. I mean, it's the same team with a couple of rookie coaches. So I cannot be optimistic about this team. You know, like I said, Andrew Luck, you don't know what he's going to do. And I don't like, and I don't really think he's going to be that much of a difference, even if he does play and go out and play as the best he's ever played. He's not playing with much around him. So um, this team is going to be very, 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 very challenging. And you know, they're going to be in a div- division with the Houston Texans, who I predicted to go thirteen and three. They're going to be in a division with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who went to the AFC Championship game last season. And then the Tennessee Titans, who were also a playoff team last year. This is going to be an uphill battle for the Colts. Um, it's going to be a rebuilding project. And this is the reason why I think Josh McDaniel changed his mind about becoming the head coach of this team and going back to the Patriots. Now that I covered all of that, let's go ahead and talk about what you guys want to talk about. Let's talk about fantasy. Yay! Okay, fantasy football fans. Now, if you're playing in a PPR league, you're definitely going to want to look at Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle was the tight end, and he got 80 receptions on 107 targets. Okay, so that's that's a huge deal right there. He was a safety net for, for Jacoby Brissett. Um, he got 690 yards and four touchdowns. So if you go down to the red zone, um, you know, this guy is probably somebody that's going to get the ball. 
Uh, T.Y. Hilton got 57 receptions on 108 targets for 966 yards, only four touchdowns. He didn't break the big one a lot. Um, he did have a few catches that were over 20 yards, um, about 14, I believe. And, you know, I think he's still going to be a guy they're going to throw to no matter what. I mean, he got about half of his targets, and that's a good number. Um, he's somebody that would get in the later rounds, um, you know, and, and he, he put him in when your other guys are on a bye week. You know, it all depends on the matchup. But Jack Doyle is definitely a tight end that you're going to want to get because um, the tight ends go quickly because there's not that many of them that produce like this. So Jack Doyle is somebody that you should be thinking about early um, in your draft. Also, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is going to get a lot more opportunities now that Frank Gore is not there. Um, he only had 93 attempts rushing last season, but he had 3.8 yards per carry, and he ended up getting three touchdowns and six rushes over 20 yards. So, like I said, I believe that he will um, produce a lot. He can also catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Marlon Mack, he um, got 21 receptions on 33 targets last year. Uh, he's, he's definitely going to be somebody you want to look at in your PPR league for sure. As for Andrew Luck, he's definitely somebody I would stay away from until somebody proves otherwise. But um, there's so many other quarterbacks out there that you can grab. Um, like I said, Andrew Luck is not somebody that you want to grab right now. But you could get him for insurance, you know, if it's like the last pick or two and nobody else grabs him. Um, so, like I said, stay away from him and, you know, you should be okay. So you have T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, Marlon Mack, and Andrew Luck with a big star next to him. This is the Coach K Football Show, and we'll be right back after this message. So, you want to play in college? It's not just about how good you are. College coaches are not reading your local newspaper or going to discover you on your local news. The college recruiting process is very time-consuming and stressful for both the parents and the student-athlete. Most people don't even know where to begin. That's where we come in. At Recruit University, we promote you directly to college coaches to make sure that you get noticed. We give you personal attention and mentor each student-athlete through our personal development program to ensure their success in college. We help student-athletes at all levels, Division I, Division II, Division III, NAIA, JUCO, postgraduate. If you wait until your senior year before you get started, you decrease your chances of making a roster but we can still help. The recruiting process starts day one of your freshman year. It's never too early to start, but it's always too late to wait. Go to www.recruituniversity.org and send us your film for a free evaluation. Welcome back to the Coach K Football Show. Guys, I am so excited about this upcoming season. Listen, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. It's week number one. The Indianapolis Colts get to start their season under a new coaching regime. They get to have the Cincinnati Bengals come to the house. Everybody's excited. They had all gear to get ready and prepare. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to lose this week one, giving the Indianapolis Colts a 1-0 start. Week number two, they get to go on the road against the Washington Redskins. Redskins with Alex Smith are going to end up winning that one. So that's going to be a loss for the Indianapolis Colts. They're going to start off one and one. The Colts are going to stay in the NFC East and go against the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. 
Eagles are a lot defensively to worry about. So we're going to go ahead and give the Eagles that win. So that's another loss for the Colts. Week number four, the Houston Texans come into town. And like I said before, the Houston Texans are not going to be playing around this season. Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, way too much for these Indianapolis Colts. So that's going to be another loss for your Indianapolis Colts. Week number five, they get to go on the road against the New England Patriots. I mean, this schedule is just outrageous for these guys. I mean, this team's trying to rebuild, but yet they have to play all these top teams. And that's going to be a loss again for the Indianapolis Colts. Week six, they're going to go on the road against the New York Jets and get a second win of the season. Week seven, Buffalo comes to town. Buffalo is going to be going backwards this year, so they're going to get their third win. Week number eight, they go on the road to the black hole and the return of John Gruden and Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. Those guys are going to be too much. That's going to be a loss for the Colts. Week number nine, they get to have a bye week and get to recuperate. And then they're going to go face the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were the AFC champion and the AFC championship game last season. That's going to be a loss. Week 11, they get to stay home. And the Tennessee Titans come to town. Like I said, these division games, they can go either way. You can just flip a coin most of the time. No matter what your record is, these guys are usually going to battle. But we're going to go ahead and give the win to the Colts there. Week number 12, they stay home to face Miami and get a loss. Week 13, they go back to Jacksonville now. And Jacksonville's defensive line, uh, Leonard Fournette, is going to be way too much for the Indianapolis Colts. That's going to be another loss, getting beat for the second time this season by Jacksonville. Week 14, they go on the road to, to the Texans. Like I said before, this Texas team is going to be really good this year. And the Colts team is going to be rebuilding. And that's going to be a win for Houston. A loss for the Colts. Week 15, Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott. Those guys are going to be coming to town. And they are going to put something on this Indianapolis Colts team. Zeke's going to run all over them, giving them another loss. Week 16, the New York Gi Giants are going to be back this year. And they're going to be pretty good. Eli and company is going to hurt the Indianapolis Colts. That's going to be another loss. Week 17, the Tennessee Titans. Like I said, flip a coin in the division. And this time, we're going to give the Colts a loss. Having the Indianapolis Colts repeat what they did last year. And they're going to go 4-12. and 12. Alright guys, you know what that sound means. That means it's time for our trivia question. This week's trivia question. T.Y. Hilton. What does TY stand for? Email your answers to coachkfootballshow at gmail.com.